as I was just thinking after Melinda shared, you know, I, I sang out loud and, and at the top of my voice today, it is well with my soul, even though there's stuff in my life that I don't understand and there's struggles that I face. I know that you, um, you have my soul. You are the shepherd of my soul. And I knew I was singing that with people who feel the same way. So Father, we can, um, we can do, have all sorts of cool rhythms in our lives, but apart from you, they, they, they aren't, it is well with my soul worthy. And so, Lord, we just say to you today, we need you, Holy Spirit, to work in this place. We need you to take the stories that we're going to hear today and lay them on our hearts so we would say, yeah, that's my story too. We need you to transform us. We need to know your heart for us and for the world. So, Lord, we welcome you to this place. This is the Bridge Community Church in Bellingham, but this is a place where people gather to the person of Jesus week after week. Amen. So we thank you for that today. We ask you would bless our time. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So Baptism Sunday. This is so fun. Um, what I thought I would do is take a couple of minutes and just share uh, what's up with baptism. Uh, is, is there, what, let me first say, baptism is not something. Baptism is not uh, access to heaven. Um, the thief on the cross uh, kind of takes that theory, and uh, it's, there's a thought that, like, I have to get baptized to be right with God, to access into eternity. But see, there was a thief hanging on the cross next to Jesus who was guilty of his crimes and was hanging on that cross with facing capital punishment because he even said we I deserved this but he looked at Jesus and this is was how he became a Christian he looked at Jesus with his last breaths and he said Lord would you remember me when you come into your kingdom can I paraphrase that he's saying God This is it for me. But I just want you to know if there's any way that you could just remember me when you come into what's next for you. You're good. I'm not. And then Jesus says to him, and he said, this is so rad. He goes, I tell you the truth. He's like, let me tell you, let me let you in on something. Today, you will be with me in paradise. Oh, so, but he wasn't baptized. So baptism isn't a, I have to do this in order to make it. Let me tell you what baptism is. We're going to look at just two scriptures really quick. <clears throat> the first one is in Acts chapter 9. I love this. There's this little account in Acts. Now, we're in Acts as a, a church family. We're going, looking at the early rhythms of the church. So we're looking at things that when the Holy Spirit filled a group of believers, what were their lives like? What were the rhythms that, that defined them, that identified them? So it's really cool. And one of them is they were outward focused. They were moving out with this message that Jesus rose from the dead. They spoke of the resurrection. And then in chapter 9 of Acts, there's this cool um, little account. 
as, the, as persecution was coming on the church and they were being forced out of cities, they were going to new places. And they went to Samaria. Now, Samaria was a place that they didn't jive usually. It was like 49ers country for you Seahawks fans. You're like, we don't care about them really. And, um, but we went down and they started sharing Jesus. And people were having radical life transformation. And they say, I want that. And so they were being, um, becoming followers of Jesus. And as this revival was happening, there was great joy in the city. People were, were responding to Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. In, in chapter 9, uh, excuse me, chapter 8, verse 26 of Acts, it says this. As this was going... Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, one of the people that were involved, go south to the road, the desert road, that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he said, leave this, it was popping in, in Samaria. People are getting saved. It was just like, there was great joy in the city. And then God spoke to Philip and says, now I want you to leave this thing that's crazy happening as a response uh, a step of obedience and a step of faith and go to a desert place where there's nothing happening. And go to this road, he told him, the middle of nowhere. So he started out and on his way, he met an Ethiopian eunuch, an important official in charge of the treasury of Kandake, which means the queen of the Ethiopians. So this very important figure, he was... This tells us a few things. He was heart, soul, body, mind, everything to the work of the Egyptian or the Ethiopian um, queen. He would never be married. He would, he was, this was what he followed. But there was something stirring in his heart to where he went to Jerusalem and asked, looking good, Dan. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> looking good. And as... He was on his way. Philip is out there. Now, his man had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and on his way home, he was sitting in his chariot, reading the book of Isaiah the prophet. The Spirit told Philip, ah, the Spirit's alive. He speaks. Amen. He instructs us. Amen. He spil the, uh, the Spirit said to Philip, go to that char chariot and stay near it. Then Philip ran up to the chariot, and he heard the man reading Isaiah the prophet. And this is what Philip said to him. Do you understand what you are reading? Philip asked. How can I, the man said, unless someone explains it to me. So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. And it says, this is the passage of scripture that the man was reading in his chariot from Isaiah. It says this. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb before its shearer is silent, so he did not open his mouth. In his humiliation, he was deprived of justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. Then the eunuch asked Philip, tell me please, who is this prophet talking about? Is he talking about himself or someone else? Then Philip began with that very message, uh, with that very passage, passage of scripture, and told him the good news about Jesus. 
As they traveled along the road, they came near to some water. And the eunuch said, Look, here's some water. What can stand in the way of my being baptized? And this is what Philip said to him. Philip gave orders to stop the chariot, or he gave orders to stop the chariot. Then Philip and the eunuch went down to the water, and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away. And the eunuch did not see him again, but went on his way rejoicing. That's a key word in baptism, rejoicing. Philip, however, appeared at Azotus and traveled about preaching the gospel in all the towns until he reached Caesarea. Some of the, your translations might have added this. Uh, the, when the man says, what prevents me from being baptized? And Philip said this, if you believe with all your heart, you may. And the Ethiopian said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And then Philip commanded the chariot to be stopped. They got out and they baptized them. I just want to talk a couple of things about what baptism is. Baptism finds us in the way of process. Now, I can look at this scripture, and I identify oftentimes with Philip because I'm a Jesus follower, and I'm trying to obey the Spirit of God and the Word of God in my life, and God will cross my path oftentimes with people that are on a, in process of their own, like this man who was traveling along, and we meet people where they're at in their lives, and they're in a certain place, and, and we say, do you understand what you are reading? Do you, what, and they say, how can I unless someone helps? And so we, we partner in this thing called life, and we're helping people understand the Word of God and, and how the Holy Spirit works and calls us and what it looks like to respond in faith. Yeah. And then they, when someone says, I want to be baptized, we're not like, whoa, 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 whoa. Huh. We have an eight-week course on baptism. <laughs> And please fill out this questionnaire and we'll tell you if you're worthy. We say, we, we take a chance on people because Jesus takes a chance on us. And we say stuff like, do you believe that Jesus lived, died, and rose again? And do you want to place your faith, your life in Jesus' hands and say, your kingdom come, your will be done in my life as it is in heaven? If someone says, yeah, then we say, okay. That's what, then, then that's what it is. It's a step of faith. It's a place of process. It's an acceptance and a recognition of the presence of God. When you get baptized today, for those of you that are, I want you to know when I went under and when I came out, I secretly was hoping that I was going to be able to fly. <laughs> and I was like, maybe I can fly out of this river and I'll have magical powers. But I actually didn't feel any different, but as time has gone on, this is one thing that when you go under and you, you surrender your body, your life, underwater, it's, a, it's, a, it's signifying with Jesus' death, burial, and then when you're raised, it's the um, symbol of being raised to new life, but it's also a symbol of this. The Holy Spirit dwells within you. And when you are baptized, you need to remember who you are. So you may not be able to fly, but you will never die. 
though your body may perish, you will live forever. Because Jesus says, today you will be with me. And from this day forward, you are with Jesus. You are not saved this day from being baptized, but you are reminding your spirit every single day of who you are to Jesus. Amen. He died, was buried, and raised again for you. And when you submit yourself into the waters of baptism, it's sort of like you're putting on your Jesus jersey forever. Amen. It's on the inside. You can't see it. But you need to remind your own spirit that it's there. And finally, it's one of the first steps of obedience. Remember how I said a couple of weeks ago, we love things that resonate with us. Where you hear something and you're like, oh, that really just tugs on the heartstrings, which is good. I love that stuff. But Jesus is asking us to go one step further, not just have something resonate, but he said, would you take a step of faith? That's your first step of obedience. So the other scripture I just want to look at real quick is in Matthew chapter 28. And at the end of Matthew 28, Jesus says a little something to his followers. He says this. After he was raised from the dead, then Jesus came to them and he said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and, didn't say go and baptize people. It says go and make disciples. People who know what it is to be a follower of Jesus and how to follow Jesus. And this is what he says. Go, there, go for and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always, even till the end of the age. Baptism, there's, it, there is a step of obedience. Why are you being baptized? Because Jesus asked me to. Why did the disciples baptize new people? Because Jesus said, this is a step in the process of becoming disciples. It's learning what it is, not to walk by sight, but to walk by faith. And Jesus says, I want you to take this step of faith. See what will happen in your life. So that's why baptism was part of the process. It was not something that happened when you became a really holy Christian. It was something happened at the beginning when you said, Jesus is God and I want him in my life. It was a first step of process. So wherever someone is, that's what being baptized declares to yourself and to the world around you. It's a cool thing, right? So we want to be people that are part, wherever someone is at, part of their process in walking with the Lord. And today we get to do that with a few people in baptism. So before they come up, cheer for them like you're stoked for them. With baptism, I think there's three things in life that almost speak more to the people watching or as much to the people watching as the people involved. Marriage, let's do four. Birth, when you see a baby born, you're like, oh, God is real. When you see someone baptized, you're like, God is real. God is good. Look at this person. When you see someone married and you see two souls saying, I don't even care about me anymore. I want you. I want us. And they come and they stand in covenant before God. That speaks to people. And then when someone passes into eternity, it speaks as, that speaks as much to, to others as it does. 
Baptism is one of those things that we just get to sit and watch and celebrate how good it is and the transformation in someone's life. So what we're going to do is we have four today that are going to get baptized. We're gonna, I'm going to invite each one of them up. They're going to share a little bit about their life and why they decided to get baptized. And then after all four share, we're going to meet over here and then we're going to baptize all four. So family, if you're here and when it comes to the baptism part, just move over here, get your phones out and all of that. You'll be good. We're not going to rush it. You're not going to miss the shot. Instagram is going to see what took place today. So let's start. Would you guys please welcome Autumn Kessinger? Passing those out to everybody. Hello. Hello. My name's Autumn. Um, I wrote down just a little bit about why I chose to get baptized today. Growing up, once a month or so, when my mom had a day off from work, she would take my sister and I to church. I think she did this because so much of our lives were spent in chaos. She just wanted to implement those good good influences in where she could. There was addiction and neglect in my household and I had no choice but to grow up quickly and make decisions far beyond my young years. I moved to San Diego just as soon as I turned 18. I didn't know anyone and I had no reason or ties to that specific place. I just wanted to start over with no connections to the past. I ended up spending my young 20s in a constant state of distraction turning to all sorts of vices, none of which cured me of the brokenness and loneliness I so often felt. I met my fiance, Brendan, working at a restaurant in San Diego. I instantly picked up on this light within him. He was joyful and calm, willing to help and always go the extra mile without question. And most notably, he was kind and loving. I didn't know Brendan was a Christian and he didn't reveal this about himself immediately but the difference in him was so significant, I felt this strong desire to have whatever he had. After turning to every worldly distraction to try and find a sense of completeness, I had begun to accept that maybe no such thing existed. As we got to know each other better, I learned that Brendan grew up in a Christian home. His parents were still married and his family was very close. They were still strong followers of Jesus. Although he had grown up in such a strong foundation of faith with all the guidance and love, he had fallen just about as far out of godliness as a person can get. It took many years of darkness for him to get his life back on track and in line with Christ. I met Brendan after this time and in his life, and for me, it meant everything that I saw a living example of salvation. Many of my previous experiences with Christianity left me feeling a false sense of perfection. I had a hard time relating because I, had, I felt my heart was far too hardened and bitter to be changed. And that brings me to now. Over the last three years of getting to know God and pursuing a relationship with him, my life has significantly changed. I will forever be a work in progress and I mess up every day, but I've seen God act in my life in an almost unbelievable way. I can feel his presence daily and have witnessed his works in my life. I've thought about getting baptized for a while now, and at first I pictured the scenic mountain lake with crystal blue water, <laughs> but truly I felt so at home and at peace in this church. 
I love that everyone in this room has a vastly different background and yet we're all accepted and called to be here. I can't imagine a more fitting place to dedicate my life to Jesus. Whew, dang. Yep, yeah, me too. I would be in the me too. Would you like to come up next, Christina, and share? Would you, would you get everybody welcome her up, please? something I was baptized at an early age but now that I am older I realize what it truly means and want and want to rededicate my life to him COVID gave me a chance to look at my life and get closer to God to further my relationship with him and to actively seek him every day of my life looking back now I realize all the ways in which God, sorry, I'm going to start crying, in which God was there that I didn't even notice. I see all the divine appointments he weaved through the tapestry of my life, all the moments of happiness and all the lowest chapters he was and is there holding me up. The more that God is in my life, the more truth I see. The Lord is taking the scales off. I see the errors of my ways and repent because Jesus has saved me and I have submitted to him in obedience as my Lord. I am publicly confessing this truth through being baptized. That's all. Thanks, guys. Sorry. Don't you ever apologize for being you. All right. So good. Okay, next up, would you guys welcome the style and man himself? Dan, come on up, Dan. I got it right here. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I totally forgot. That's okay. Yeah. Do you want to hold the mic? Do you want to hold the mic? Yes, for sure. Okay. Hi, I'm Dan Lankford. Uh, the, the reason why I'm, I'm, I'm uh, let's see. Mom, can you help me? Um, well, I want to be baptized for Jesus and for my mom and dad and my for my brother and his nephews. <clears throat> I want to live my life for Jesus.
We got this ramp. I could have used that too. Forgot about that. Cody, let's go, man. So I'm Cody. So this is like this is, <laughs> this is totally new for me. Um, so I just I'm newly re, uh, new to the recovery. Um, you know, I, <laughs> so you know, I, one of the steps is to surrender yourself to a higher power. But I've always had my higher power. But I went through a lot of hardship growing up, um, and I lost faith for a while. And you know, when I was homeless for four years, he was I went through a lot of struggle. And I was, I was, you know, crying out to God, like, where are you? Where's God when my camp gets, like, everything is stolen? You know, I've had a lot of heart uh, loss in my life. My mom died when I was three from overdose and stuff. So, you know, t today, now that I'm sober and loving life, loving myself, um, and I got a great family, I got a daughter, a girlfriend, who loved me, so, like, loved me tremendously, you know, um, so today I wanted to give myself to God and Jesus, and uh, thank you for hearing my story. I love it. Hold up here, Cody, for a second. Hey, what I would like to, what we would like to do next is all four of you that are getting baptized, could we just stand together right down here? And then I'm going to ask uh, two people that mean a lot to uh, our church to come and just pray a prayer of blessing and actually whatever God puts on their heart to, uh, to pray. Because we were praying for you all before service today and uh, just excited to be to stand with you. So I'm going to ask Dave and Melanie to come up and uh, with me. I'm going to pray over you and then we'll get into the we'll get into the tank. <laughs> So, Father, we thank you for these four. We thank you for lives that are being lived for you and lives that are declaring your promises to the rest of the world. We thank you that these four are unafraid to stand for you and to follow you with their whole hearts. And, Lord, I thank you that you take us just as we are. You don't say you have to change first. You say, come to me, and I'll help you do the changing. So thank you for them, Lord. We bless them in your name. Thank you, Father. And, and so for their act of obedience today, we're saying that they belong to you. And there's been pasts that have been there, and the Lord sees those pasts, and they belong to you. Amen. And there's a future that you have for them in you, and in that future, they belong to you. And so, Father, we stand as witnesses to testify of your goodness and your ability to change lives, to touch people, to bring them closer to you, and to give them something of grace which we can find no place else. Your blessings on them all in this activity today, we pray. Amen. 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 Sweet. So let's go in the order that you guys spoke in the tank. So does that sound good? Oh, yeah, go for it. My bad. Yeah, you'll be good. So, uh, Autumn, we'll start with you. You guys can grab a seat and then. Perfect. I got a towel, too. If you guys want to thank me. 
And if anybody wants to get uh, family photos or something, just make your way this way. And we're going wireless in the tank, so nobody stress. Okay. We're just, it's like, it's going to be a mellow experience. All right. Go for it. I know what you mean about the mountain lake. So when you're up there in the mountains this year, swimming in the lake, jump in and be like, this also is for you, Lord. So I think what was just prayed was really good, that, that this is an act of God's grace in your life, and that there is no past that he won't accept with open arms and smiles. And there is no future in his mind that, um, that, he, that is outside of what he wants to command a blessing over. So the same is for you, Autumn. So, to the best of your ability, will you walk each day seeking the kingdom of God in your heart, in your life, and in your family? Yes. I've heard your story. I think it's awesome. Um, so I just want to say, because of your declaration of who Jesus is, who he is to you, and how you want to be in his kingdom and follow him, I'm going to baptize you now in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Ready? Go. Nate, I need some muscles in here with me. Muscles. Yeah. I'm a pretty tall guy. You are. Yeah. I got you. You need to hit. All right. There's another gold from uh, the water on Lake Waku. That's true. One more step. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So, Dan, do you believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sins? Yes, I do. Yeah. I know you do. Yeah. Do you want to follow him to the best of your ability in your life? Yes, I do. Yeah. And uh, I love what was prayed. Just said that, um, that there is a path that Jesus has for you mm -hmm. to abundance and to life. And I love that you um, are wanting to walk that. I so, do. I yeah, do. Yeah. Cool, man. I do. So because of your uh, declaration in your heart and in the world of who Jesus is and how you want to follow him with your life, Nathan and I, we're going to baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. All right, ready. So you're just going to squat down, lean oh, back. Okay, ready? Go.
Come on, Cody. Nate's in here all wet. We'll get you. <laughs> So Cody talked to me before service today. He's been coming to the bridge for a while, and I uh, told him he could go forth up on stage so he could see what some of the other people sh people shared. But um, I think a lot of people can relate to your story. There's this like you were raised, um, man. We all have a we all have family, <laughs> and. Um, but even, I'm, I know Bob, I'm gonna call him and tell him about you because I know he remembers you. Pastor Bob Marvel is a good friend of mine and Cody went to Cornwall for like a while and um, he's in process, that's what we're talking about. But there comes a time where it's like, I've never been baptized and God is doing this stuff. He's transforming me and I want to honor him. Amen. That's what you were sharing with me before church. And so, bro, we're just stoked to celebrate with you. And, um, Regardless of what your path lies ahead, let me just tell you something. I believe in you, dude. Thank you. Your church family believes in you. Yep. And most of all, Jesus knows what's up. He believes Amen. in you. He's got you. He will lead you. The days ahead are better than the days behind. Do you believe that? I believe that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do. do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Do. do you believe that he will hold you every step of the way? Uh, what more do we need to say? We're going to baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I'm going to hold the under for a second. Ready? Go. <laughs> Fun yet? Yeah. yeah. Good job. And yes, that is a Johnny Cash t-shirt. Thank you very much. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> I want you, um, do you know that Jesus loves you more than you could ever love yourself? I do. Yeah. Do you know that there is anything in your in your past that you regret, Jesus doesn't regret it because it brings you right here, right now, making this step of faith to him. Yeah. He knows everything. Yeah. Good and bad. That's right. <laughs> and he loves you all the same. And so do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? I do. Do you believe that he is calling you to follow him each, each day of your life? Yeah. And to the best of your ability, will you seek his kingdom before you seek your own? Yes. Yeah. Well, because of your declaration of faith of who Jesus is and how you want to follow him, it is my honor and privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Thank you. guys, how about one more round of applause for everybody? Welcome in. Okay. You guys can get dried off and get changed if you want to. Why don't we invite our worship team to come up? Can we 
end our service today with a song of celebration. And uh, let's sing to the Lord. And then at the very end, I'll come up. We'll bring these guys up on stage one more time, and we'll send you off. Sound good? Yeah. Hey, can I just say one thing before we get going? As everybody was cheering here, I, uh, the Holy Spirit wanted me to remind everybody that got baptized that heaven is rejoicing for your souls as we're, like, here. And I don't know. I just heard it for, like, a tiny second, and I just wanted to remind everybody that that's taking place right now.